Wherever cancer is, Hancock Health will fight. In any part of you and in all corners of East Central Indiana. From Indianapolis to Greenfield to Knightstown to Rushville. From hospital rooms to family rooms, we fight. With technology and medicine. With care backed by the wisdom of Mayo Clinic. For you, for your family, and for your future in Rush County. We fight cancer here. HancockHealth.org slash cancer. And let's go. Brian's been on hold for a while. Brian, welcome to the Gun Guy Show. Hey, good evening, Guy. How are you, sir? Good, sir. How are you doing? Doing great. Doing great. Well, I'm offering a contrarian view because I am a, a pro-union center-left Democrat. You probably don't get too many calls from us Democrats. So maybe you do. Okay. But um, my concern is that... Um, that you and a lot of guys on the right paint this narrative that we Democrats want to seize everybody's guns and we're 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 reflexively anti-gun, and I I have got as a Democrat I have got to push back against that. I do support the Second Amendment just like you do, but I don't see the need for people to own military-style weapons. Now there are there are plenty of assault rifles out there that someone can own that could be for home defense, self-defense. But why does someone need to own an AR-15? That is the civilian version of the M-16. Okay, Brian, a, a, a fair point. Um, but let, let's talk about that a little bit. First of all, you said, why does anybody need that? I'm not going to justify that to you, Brian. You know why? Because it's not the Bill of Needs, Brian. It's the Bill of Rights. And and there's absolutely nothing about establishing a need to exercise a, a constitutional freedom that should ever be a requirement of exercising that freedom. So I'm not even going to talk about needs. That's just, that's off the table. It's not the Bill of Needs. It's the Bill of Rights. Now, what does that right extended, extend to? In fact, the comment I have here on my computer when you called producer Carl um, said you don't believe that the Second Amendment rights are absolute. Well, whether you believe they're absolute or not, we don't have to debate that because in terms of the type of firearms that are protected by the Second Amendment, the Supreme Court's ruled on that. So you and I can have a philosophical debate all day long. It doesn't really matter because the law is settled on that point. And the Supreme Court of the United States in D.C. versus Heller in 2008 said those firearms that are commonly used for lawful purposes are protected by the Second Amendment. Commonly used for lawful purposes. That's what's protected. So if it's not commonly used for lawful purposes, the Supreme Court says it's not protected. So you and the Supreme Court agree that the right's not absolute. Okay, that's the law. I'm a lawyer. I follow the law. So that's fine. So commonly used for lawful purposes. Talk about military-style firearms. Well, what we're talking about here, you talk about the AR-15 in particular. You know what that is? Brian, it's the most commonly owned firearm in America. It's the most commonly owned firearm in America. And, and there are estimates... Now, I mean, they're off the charts. For years, people said 20 million, 25 million. It's got to be 40 or 50 now. It's the most commonly owned rifle in America. And what do people use them for? I have a suppressed AR next to my bed that I'm using for home defense. Somebody breaks in my house, that's what I'm going to shoot them with. It's accurate. It's suppressed, so it's quiet in the house. And that's my weapon of choice. Do I have to establish to you or to the government or anybody else that I need it? To hell with that. I say anybody who says, well, why do you need that? I'm sorry. I mean this as respectfully as I can, Brian. Kiss my butt. 
I don't I don't have to establish a need to do anything. And in fact, what we just saw in New York in last year's Supreme Court decision in New York State Rifle and Pistol Association versus Bruin, in that case, they looked at New York's licensing laws that said, well, unless you can establish a sufficient need to carry a concealed handgun in public, you don't get a handgun license. The Supreme Court looked at that and said, hold on, this is a right protected by the Second Amendment. You don't have to establish a need to exercise a constitutional freedom. That's off the table. That's not part of the equation. So anybody tries to bait me into that, well, why do you need that? What do you use that for? I'm not having that discussion. I'm not even going down that road. And the Supreme Court of the United States, not me, not other so-called on the right, as you mentioned, or Republicans or conservatives or whatever, whatever label you want to slap on us, not up to us. It's up to the Supreme Court. And they made that decision. Commonly owned for lawful purposes. That's what's protected. Now, what are AR-15s used for as far as lawful purposes? I describe mine, and a whole hell of a lot of people I know use one for the exact same purpose. Competition? Go to a three-gun competition, one of the most popular competitions in the U.S. right now. What are you using? You're using an AR-style rifle, invariably, a shotgun, and a pistol. Because, oh, you don't go hunting with an AR-15? Well, of course you do. Our first lady of Indiana, right here, Janet Holcomb, has gone hog hunting in Texas and, and Arkansas and other places using an AR-15. And a lot of people across the country do exactly the same thing. Home defense sport. You go to a public range where people just are just enjoying shooting. If they're shooting a rifle, you know what there's a 90% chance of? They're shooting an AR-15. Just because it's their recreation. It's what they enjoy. Is that a lawful purpose? Hell Yes. And there are tens of millions of them, whatever the number is in the U.S., so are they commonly used for lawful purposes? Yes. That means we have a right. And let me tell you, I'll, I'll tell you the metaphor, and this upsets people sometimes, and I don't really care. This upsets people sometimes when I use this metaphor, but it absolutely fits. People say, why do you need that rifle? Why do you need an AR-15? You know what I always come back and say? You know what? Rosa Parks didn't need to sit in the front seat, the front row of the bus. The front row and the back row of the bus are going exactly the same place. And if you're required as a person of color in Birmingham, Alabama, to sit in the back row, but you have to establish your need to sit somewhere else, would we have civil rights in this country? And by the way, who would even advocate for such a position? It's ludicrous. It's disgusting. It's hateful. I hate even throwing it out there as a concept. But that's the way we approach these issues on constitutional freedoms. And equal protection under the law is protected by the 14th Amendment. Rosa Parks didn't need to sit in the front row, but she had a fundamental human right to see whatever the, wherever the hell she wanted to. And nobody looked at her and said, well, unless you can, you can tell me you need to sit there, you can't sit there. Hell no, absolutely not. Hell, I'd... I'd I'd give my life to fight against that concept. So, Brian, I didn't mean to go on a rant against you there, buddy, and I put you on hold, so <laughs> you can't comment back. But but I'm not talking about needs, brother. Uh, I'm talking about rights, and the Supreme Court has defined those rights so that you and I don't have to debate it.